Welcome to the Utah Women in Sales podcast series. We are a group of women who are innovative, ambitious, and well-connected in a community where we educate, empower, and support women throughout their careers. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. Of course, my name's Taylor and I have my lovely co-host Gwen with me today. Hey Gwen. Hey Taylor. We are excited. Tonight we have joining us our guest, Amelia Wilcox from Zenovate. So Amelia, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to get to talk to you guys today. Oh, we're thrilled. I know we were chatting a little bit there and got a lot of exciting things on your end that I think will bring a ton of value to our listeners. Um, before we dive into all the all the goods, tell us tell us a little bit about yourself, your role. Yeah, I'm Amelia Wilcox. I am the founder and CEO at Zenovate. And I am, this is my third entrepreneurial venture. I started the company I'm at right now. We were called Incorporate Massage. Um, and started in 2010, and we did a decade of on-site corporate massage for businesses. So we would come in and massage their employees at work as part of their benefits package. Um, and we did that for 10 years until COVID hit. <clears throat> and then we had to pivot because on-site services disappeared and for sure touching other human beings disappeared. Um, so we had no choice but to pivot or die. Um, and that sounds dramatic, but it's absolutely true. Um, and so now what we do today is we have a digital platform where we provide employee mental health and well-being um, services. We have like a pre-recorded library of yoga, meditation, um, massage instruction videos. There's mental health videos from our licensed counselors and just thousands of pre-recorded sessions in there. But you can also work with a live practitioner. So whether that's a therapist or a personal trainer or whatever, um, we kind of have like this full suite of employee resources. Wow. wow it sounds like you, you have everything covered that, that somebody could, could possibly want. Yeah, we like to think so. Making it kind of simple for employers to be able to bring benefits into their employees because traditionally it's like your benefits are so fragmented. It's like maybe you use headspace for meditation and you use virgin pulse for fitness and then you have another vendor doing your eap your employee assistance program and we're kind of trying to make that a lot easier for hr by just having everything all in one simple platform mm-hmm. yeah so yeah <laughs> taylor you and i just have so much to say tonight with everything <laughs> um I'm just thinking like I, one of the things, Amelia, you just said, like where you try to cover most of it. So employers don't have to source out multiple vendors. I have to think that when, when an employer starts trying to think of this, you know, one is, when do I bring this on? Who do I approach? It's gotta be a pretty daunting task to undertake, to decide, you know, do they dip their toe in the water or do they dive all in? What are, what are some of the conversations that you maybe have with employers or groups who are looking to onboard these sort of things for their, their employees and their members? Yeah. So that's a great question. We have, it's, it's kind of interesting. It depends on what they're looking for. So a lot of times a company is either looking for maybe specifically a virtual wellness solution because they have a remote workforce right now and they are concerned about their well-being and their traditional wellness isn't working. Um, So they're either coming with that or maybe they're a company that's like, hey, our employee mental health is suffering. Uh, We need mental health resources above and beyond 
our existing, you know, health insurance. Um, so they're kind of coming to us from different directions. But once they see the platform and that light bulb goes off, people are like, oh, so I don't have to use these like three or four different vendors. I can just work with you. Um, and we still do on-site massage as well. Um, and so a lot of a lot of customers love that it's like, hey, your employer and your employees can book their 15-minute massage on the same exact app that they use to do their daily meditations and book their, you know, therapy sessions with their counselors. So um yeah, a lot of times it just depends on what they're looking for. But that conversation is usually really easy because once you show them the platform, it's like so easy to understand. Mm-hmm. Amelia, walk me through as you were telling us a little bit about, you know, what you guys have been doing for 10 years. And um, I know we talked a little bit earlier about your like surviving death by COVID and how you pivoted. It sounds like, I mean, those are some massive changes that you were able to adapt and overcome and work through. And to me, it just screams like a winner, right? Like we are going to find a way to make this happen no matter what we do, like no matter what it takes. And I think some of our listeners, probably a lot of our listeners really have that type of mentality, like whatever it takes to all extent, I'm going to go make it happen. And I know a lot of people tend to experience like poor mental health, poor well-being situations, a lot of burnout. You know, you can only run like that for so long. Um, from your experience and probably someone who's maybe experienced that as well, just trying to pivot and turn the company into what it is today. What are some ways to spot that before it gets too bad? Yeah. So it's interesting because even in my own personal life, it's like you crank up the volume a little bit. And you kind of just get used to that new level after a little while, right? You think, I'm only going to do this for a little while. Uh, And then it just keeps going. Then you're like, oh, I could do this a little longer. I'll just turn it up a little bit more. Um, I mean, since COVID, that is what my life has been like, is just kind of like getting to new levels of Mm -hmm. working really hard, not taking breaks. Um, So, you know, some of the early signs that that I noticed in myself, you know, you start to have a hard time sleeping. Um, depression totally sets in when you work all the time and that's all that you do because you don't have those, uh, you know, joyful moments in your life. I was working through the weekends and usually I would, after my kids went to bed, I'd stay up till, you know, midnight or 1am just trying to get through all my sales stuff. Cause I was raising money and doing, I am the sales team. <laughs> so, um, we're, we're getting ready to onboard, a, uh, a whole, a whole new sales team now, but, um, I've been the sales team up until this point with our pivot. Um, and then also just having to manage the company and product and everything. So, so yeah, you start to kind of feel like the, the things that made you happy before don't really seem to make you happy anymore. So there's things like that, um, that you can start to key into, um, you know, just fatigue for sure. Um, and you know, for me, I actually participated, our company does, we have these free, um, therapy groups and I was in the first cohort of our founders therapy groups. We have a a founders one and then one for HR and we run a couple of those a month and every single month. So we always have them going, but I was, went through the first one and I remember we're sitting in this group of founders, Um, And we're talking about anxiety as founders and how hard it is to have all that pressure on you. And I think salespeople can relate to that as well. Sales is very high pressure. Um, And so we're all just sitting there talking about like, 
recognizing these things in ourselves, and then coming up with ideas of what we think could help us just disconnect a little bit. Cause it's really just taking those moments for self-care and um, taking those breaks and, and giving yourself a chance to unwind. And um, anyway, one of the things that worked really well for me is turning off my notifications and taking, like not putting my Apple watch on, on the weekends so that I wasn't like constantly seeing emails coming through and things like that. So um, anyway, I hope that helps. That that's, uh, was really helpful for me is just trying to make sure you have those moments to unplug. Oh, yeah. And I, I love that you said you had to put it, you had to go as far as like, I can't even see the notifications. And I think like knowing yourself well enough to know, okay, if I see that come through, I am not going to be able to not respond. And I think just you know, kind of taking that that next level. That was the, the next question I was going to ask you is like, in those collaborations, um, kind of unpack some of the different ideas that the different founders were, were talking through of ways that they've kind of managed to disconnect or deal with those that high pressure. Yeah, so we definitely learned. So one of the things, the practitioner who runs these groups, she's a licensed counselor. She's also a meditation practitioner and a yoga instructor. And so she was kind of able to take us through all these different methods for managing your stress better. Because ultimately, that's what most of these things boil down to is just unregulated stress. And so we learned breathing exercises. One of the exercises she taught us was what she calls box breathing, um, where you just like inhale for four, hold for four, exhale for four, hold for four, and then repeats your kind of breathing in a box. Um, Not was super helpful. Um, a lot of people really love the breathing exercises. She introduced a lot of us to meditation for the first time. Um, just simple meditations where you're just, you know, paying attention to your body, um, feeling your breath, and then also like guided meditations where you're going through things um, in your mind and, you know, visioning exercises and things, which is, a you know, a little more advanced from just the feel your body and feel your breath. Um, and so that was helpful. Um, but yeah, it was just really creating those rules. We, we talked a ton about boundaries, right? It's just like, not everybody needs the same boundaries, but what are the boundaries specific to you that are going to help you? Um, and so for some people that was like, hey, after five, I unplug. For other people, it was like, yeah, uh, one guy said he just got rid of his Apple Watch. He just doesn't wear it at all because it was like causing him so much pain. Um, I... I actually turned my notifications off on my phone for LinkedIn specifically because I'm, I'm actually pretty active on LinkedIn and it just took over my life like all day, every day in the evening, in the morning, I would wake up at 7am and make sure I was ready to post something. Um, so just kind of giving myself permission to not have to be on all the time is really the most helpful thing for me. Yeah, I think you right there, what you've kind of outlined that being on it, it goes back to what you shared about, you know, we just kind of adapt and adapt. And the analogy I always think of is like the frog in boiling water. And you don't realize the water is literally boiling you alive, like the stress, these things are taking the toll, the damage, the things, because you just adapt and adapt. And that's, you know, some of us that are, you know, like when you talk about people in sales and some of these um, high pressure positions with a lot of responsibility, that's why those personalities excel in those positions, because they're used to getting a lot of things done and being effective and efficient. And then it's like, so you put more on their plate and they find a way to adapt at all costs and get it done. And it evolves more and more and just not feeling like, 
like I know some of the situations I've had in the last year, I just feel like there's so much responsibility that has kind of trickled down to me. And I don't want to let anybody down by not doing something or not something not getting done. And you just take on more and more forgetting to, you know, give yourself that permission to, you know, do the breathing or the meditation. And it's like, I've, I've got so much else to do. I've got to do all these other things. And you put yourself last. Yeah, absolutely. I have been trying to go through kind of the thought process of like, you know what, if I didn't get it done by, I usually stop at 530. I usually start around 730 and stop at 530. And that's me kind of condensing my hours down from where it's been recently. But I usually try to just say, you know, if I didn't get it done after 530, it's just going to have to wait till the morning. And it's, I feel like so much more peaceful now. So it's it's interesting because I run a company that does mental health but I feel like I need it more than everybody else almost like I'm really doing it for myself. (laughs) This company's just for me. You guys just get some bonuses. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. So um, what are some of the things if, if I'm an employer and we kind of touched a little bit on this earlier, but I'd like to kind of dig in a little bit deeper. Um, if somebody's an employer or in an organization or in HR, are there, you know, some questions that they should be asking themselves or some questions that they could pull their employees or, or some things that you've seen other um, groups do in order to get a good pulse on, you know, where their organization is at, where are some of the pressure points that they can start to, to lean into and, and identify some solutions that might help? Yeah. So most of our clients do pretty regular employee surveys. And so they're pretty in tune with where their employees are struggling, which is why they typically are reaching out because they're like, okay, this is a need. Um, It's crazy how many companies are like, yeah, mental health is at the top of the list now when it wasn't even on their radar before. Um, But yeah, so I mean, definitely checking with their employees pretty often um, to figure out what those things are. The best companies are doing that regularly, at least quarterly. Um, And then being able to take that information and and implement it into some sort of a solution, whether whether that's literally just, you know, a one time manager training so that managers know how to have those crucial conversations with their employees. Um, This is a huge problem right now where employees don't want to go to HR and tell them what they're struggling with but they need to talk to someone. And so they're going to their managers who have no training of any kind in that area. Um, and they're not sure to have handle those conversations. They don't know what to say, uh, what to do, where to refer them. Um, so, you know, some solutions might look like just giving your managers a little training, um, especially, you know, getting leadership to be able to have those conversations. Um, the companies we've seen do the very best in this area um, companies like Homey, ha- like, you know, their CEO, Johnny Hanna, is very outspoken about mental health and definitely gives his employees permission not to be okay. And their utilization is crazy high um, on the on the counseling and teletherapy side because their employees feel like it's so safe for them to be in a place where they need help. Um, so that's been really interesting to see as well. But I mean, it could be things like implementing, you know, a meditation group. We have some clients that just do, you know, like a group meditation every Wednesday um, or giving them access to talk to a therapist, whatever solution they choose. I mean, the world we live in right now, there has to be a digital medium for that. Um, I think we're past the days where people, you know, are wanting to meet face to face with a provider if they don't have to. 
a lot of us are used to at this point talking to our doctors and our kids, pediatricians and, you know, therapists and everything over zoom or, you know, or another video platform. So, um, yeah, it's kind of like a long convoluted answer to what you were asking, but there's, there's a lot of different solutions in the, the moral of the story is that it really depends on the population and what they're struggling with. And there are so many solutions out there. Yeah. I, I love that. That I think one of these silver linings in COVID is would definitely, in my opinion, be that it has in a way kind of propelled this awareness um, of mental health and looking past it just being something that's like, in your employee handbook and a 1-800 number that you get to reach out to and you get five visits and that's all it is. So <clears throat> for me, I think it's, I think it's great that it's really kind of put this more front and center and that it is being embraced with a more positive mindset about, you know, the relationships that you have with your um, people, not, not the, the employees, but the, the people that do their, their work for you and, and are there giving up so many hours of their life lives and that you give something back to them in that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, like you said, it is a silver lining of COVID. I mean, the statistics show that about it's 41% is like the official number of people, adults in the US right now need uh, like professional help. We have diagnosable mental disorders um, since 2020. And that's a startling number because that means almost half of us like need help. And so I think it's important for organizations and employees, especially to understand that this is a widespread issue. Um, COVID has done us a favor in making it more talked about. And I think we're seeing some of those stigmas come down, um, which has been really, really awesome to watch. I'm, like I said, pretty active on LinkedIn and there's uh, just a mental health movement happening on LinkedIn and everyone's just getting involved and sharing their stories. It's a beautiful thing to see. And every time you you know, have the courage to share, you give someone else permission to share. And it's just been one of the most amazing things I've, I've ever witnessed. It's just so it catches on like fire. And then everyone's like, yeah, I have a story too. I have a struggle too. And, you know, everybody's talking about it. So um, I think that's a beautiful thing. There's a group on LinkedIn called Mind um, and their, uh, their whole um, mission is to, share those stories and those conversations. Um, and they just launched their actual website and they have a store where, where they sell apparel. And then all of the profits from the apparel go into a fund that we run with them um, to provide free therapy to people who can't afford it. Because one of the things we noticed is that we started providing therapy for all these employees and people would leave their organization or they were laid off. And we started getting these emails and people were like, hey, can I just pay for this myself? Or, you know, I don't have insurance anymore. Like how can, how can I get the help that I need? Um, and so we kind of came up with this idea, like, wouldn't it be great if the people who really need it the most, which are the people who've lost their jobs, you know, and maybe are unemployed and really struggling, um, how do we get them the help that they need? They need it more than the rest of us. So I'm really excited about that. That is just barely, barely launching. And we're going to have the ability to provide a lot of free therapy for a lot of people. Wow. That will make, I love what you said. Like sometimes the people that need it the most don't have access to it. And it's sad that, you know, that's currently the world we live in. And so groups like mind and, and obviously Zenovate, like 
That's so powerful to be able to bring that. Because I think what's interesting about COVID is I definitely agree that it's brought to light, you know, some of these conversations and getting bigger companies and smaller companies and just individuals alike sharing their stories and talking. And and I think there's so much positivity and momentum that can be gained through sharing those. Um, I do think it's interesting, though, you know, I think COVID has also made some of it worse, right? Like, I just think of, you know, when and I was just on the phone with one of my colleagues, and we were talking through this. And it's funny, Amelia, when you talk about, you know, if one person shares their story, it, it, you know, gives others permission. And I just saw this play out in the office where we were on the well, not in the office, you know, the the work from home office. Um, yeah. I was on the phone with someone and we were talking through how they just had this guilty feeling. Um, At my office, we use Slack. And so, you know, it has that little green bubble if you're by your computer and (laughs) if you're not. And he was, he was telling me, he was like, honestly, Rudy, like it's, I found it's really stressful. Like uh, when we were in the office, I didn't feel like I needed to be glued to my computer screen 24 seven. And I didn't feel like I needed to constantly prove that I'm working. And now I feel like if my green bubble goes away, you know, if you happen to get on, like who's to say I'm working, like there's all of these things that people are like really contemplating that they wouldn't have before, you know? And so it's awesome that groups like yours are, are even out there. And I think so many people don't realize like there's help and you're not alone to your point. Yeah. I think that's just an important message that we have to repeat over and over and over and over and over again. Um, but yeah, I mean, my dad works for a college, um, in Missouri and I remember him telling me, he's like, he used to just like go into work, put in his hours, come home and relax. And now he's like, my computer's right there. <laughs> I have all this other work I need to do. You know, it's just so hard to be like, oh, I'll just wait until tomorrow. It, it takes discipline, you know, to be able to do that. Um, so, so yeah, I think COVID has opened up kind of a Pandora's box. That's going to be hard for us to put back in as well, where we as, as employees, as people that are working are going to have to exercise and develop those muscles to protect mm-hmm. our time and our mental health, because the effect of doing nothing is it just steamrolls you, I think. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's almost like the act of driving to and from the office bookends your day. So you're like, you drive home and you know you're done or, you know, or for the most part, you're done. And so it's almost like, you know, some of our listeners, like I would challenge you, find your bookend, you know, create your own bookend that you do every single day, you know, habit stack, find something that you're like, okay, once I do X at five o'clock, five 30, whatever it is to you. Um, that's your signal. Right. And that might help some of our listeners kind of draw the line as well. Yeah. I think that is one of the most critical skills in this new world that we're living in right now. I completely agree with you. <laughs> I think I'm going to start just getting in my car in my garage for like a minute. <laughs> Seriously, the time to unwind. I used to be able to like go to the office. I live in Midway, so I'd have like a 45 minute drive home. And it was so nice. I could like listen to a podcast and just decompress. You know, my husband's a firefighter, so he he also works about an hour away. And every time he comes off shift, he has that time. And it's crazy because now I just like work up until the moment that it's like time to sit down and eat dinner with my kids. And there's just there's none of that precious bookend time you're talking about that we used to get to enjoy with a little bit of a commute. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Well, Amelia, you, you have shared so much solid content for our listeners tonight about a very important topic and a lot of really great insights into, you know, what you can do in an organization and to be more aware and to take action. And, you know, for a lot of our listeners, if they would like to get, you know, follow you, get more involved. Um, I understand you may have some hiring that you want to share about. Let us tell us a little bit more about all that. Yeah, I would love to. Um, so we just finished raising a round of funding. We actually closed just last week. And so we are on the hunt right now for a VP of sales who can do the work, be a player and a coach, and then build the team. So our plan is to hire nine sales reps this year, and we need the right VP of sales to come on board and do that. Um, it's a super exciting opportunity because we, you know, part of your package is equity. You'd have, you know, a solid, we give all of our employees um, stock options to even our interns. Cause I am, I'm a strong believer that like everyone should think like an owner. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're really excited about that. So this person would be working like super closely with me and then, yeah, we need nine more sales reps. So you can connect to me on LinkedIn, Amelia Wilcox. I'm happy to, you know, I return all my direct messages <laughs> unless it's somebody's trying to sell me something. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't respond to those. But, but yeah, anybody who just wants to connect and chat, I'm happy to to help. I love to mentor and coach other women as well. I do um, spend some of my time making sure that I'm I'm helping those people who who could use guidance or advice. So feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn with with any questions or if you guys are interested in our job opportunities. Happy to chat. Well, congrats. First of all, that's amazing. (laughs) And I know um, probably, I mean, way more blood, sweat, tears, ideas went into that than we could even cover on this call. So again, congratulations. And you have a big job ahead of you with that many hires coming in. But hopefully if anyone on our audience is listening, like that could be you. So I would invite you to take Amelia up on on that offer. Normally, Gwen and I like to kind of close out with just recapping some of our key takeaways. Um, And I'll kind of go, I wrote down quite a bit on my notes here. But one thing I love that you said, Amelia, that I I personally struggle with, and so I'm sure um, a good chunk of our listeners do as well, but it's just around creating boundaries. And I loved how you said not everyone's boundaries need to be the same. You just need to find what works for you. And I think that's something I struggle with. I'm sure that's something our listeners do as well. So again, I would just challenge our listeners, like figure out what you need to do to create your own boundaries. Um, and just remember, they don't need to look like the colleague sitting next to you. Gwen, what do you have on your end? Yeah, you know, when when you were both talking about, you know, bookend your day. And I know for me, I, I still like, get my day started kind of haphazardly. Um, and a lot of my days, it's just, they kind of blur into the late afternoon. And if I don't have a hard stop event planned, then sometimes it's a little later. And so I think my, my takeaway and my, my urging to our audience is, you know, make yourself worth bookending your day. And, and give yourself that attention and love to put those things into place so you know a hard start and a hard stop for your day because you're worth it. 
Amen. <laughs> um, well, and then I wanted to say one other thing. Um, Gwen and I always love to shout out a listener of the week. Again, like thank you to all of our listeners for following us along. We love bringing you like great content um, and great advice from Amelia as an example. So our listener of the week today is Annalise Pixton. So congrats, Annalise. Awesome. Thanks, Annalise, for being a listener. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Amelia, thanks for popping on and spending your evening with us. Um, it was great to have you. Awesome. Thanks for inviting me. And yeah, let me know if I can do anything for you guys in the future. You've been listening to the Utah Women in Sales podcast series. A big thank you to our friends at Franklin Covey. For more information, please visit us at utahwomeninsales.com or follow us on LinkedIn. LinkedIn.